Yeah, I, I definitely, I agree to that. Like, there's moments, and I, if you were, if this is this is the way I interpreted what you said, but there's times where I'm like, you know what? We can play Uno for dinner. Mm-hmm. That's right. fine. Like, yeah. we did that tonight. Yeah. Um, and, and it happens a lot. Like, you can make time, you can fit things in, but don't tell me I don't do nothing. <laughs> like that's life's just, excruciating. That's just the innocence of a child, though. Right, it like, is. I, it is like he's like happens. smiling, but like I just couldn't. Just, yeah. Oh man, just, just... it means that you do a good job because if it appears that all you from do, all... yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna take that. Thank you. Yeah. No, that's I appreciate that to all the single and hardworking parents, single or not, that feel like they're inadequate. And just giving their kids a subpar life. If your kids believe that it's that easy, then I guess we are doing a good job. We're hiding it well. I mean, that's exactly what it is. And on that note... Welcome to the show, everyone. (laughs) My name is Sam. I'm Angela. And we have a guest. Hi, my name's Ryan. I'm back. (laughs) He's back. They brought me back. And tonight we are going to talk about Christmas stuff. That's yeah. what I'm going to name the episode. I think We're... I didn't open the storyboard at all yet, but cool. That's okay. Did you guys write in it? Yeah, we a did. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Just keep talk amongst yourselves. We're good. I'll, well, I'll take this time. Um, Angela, you mentioned um, the original concept for this particular episode was I saw a um uh a Netflix Christmas movie premise on on Netflix Ugh, whatever and um i was like oh this sounds ridiculous and um and oh, it i was, was like and i was like we need to watch this and like, kind of make fun of it or something and <clears throat> it was so boring angela <laughs> she couldn't even finish it i'm i'm like, still who says they got 15, 14 minutes left? That's Sam. That was me. I got 14 minutes in. <laughs> I made it farther than that. I was like 35 minutes. I, I'm legit. I'm still invested enough. I'm going to finish this damn movie. Even, but <laughs> Don't tell me how it I ends. Have to, I have I don't to. Know. Like, I have to. I have to finish it. No. But I do want anyway. Yeah. Ew. You guys um, are weird. <laughs> this should be completely reversed. Why am I? I'm the chick here. Like, okay, guys can like rom coms too. Fluid here, okay. (laughs) I'm about to 2022, and I'm about to go through some actually good Netflix holiday movies. Okay, I'm good. That there's a lot of rom coms in here. Well, hold on, hold on. So before we do this, yeah, yeah, it is a Tuesday night, which is a little unorthodox for you guys, I think. Um, Yeah, are we drinking? We're, we're, yeah, we're forgetting about. That's why we. We need you on more because you keep us on t- on target. We do like you, but thank you. I th- I think I think you're also the reason we get off target because we have so such a good time. We just start and we just go for it. Well, yeah, I told yeah. you that my my you're, sports you name make is us waffle. Tangent, so <laughs> waffle, just, we'll, we don't we'll say the word tangent here. Okay. <laughs> all right well let's let's start the right way angela what are you drinking <laughs> i think i need to go last because i need to make a change okay well sam what are you drinking i'm gonna be right back <laughs> i am i i had actually i had some cocoa bunny the other night but i drank it all um okay have you had, have you had no, cocoa bunny yet i have not had cocoa bunny uh, okay it's Sounds a like creature of comfort 
No, no, it's it's delicious. It's it's uh, creature comforts. It's only out from January to or no, November to January. Nice. It's great, but right now I'm just drinking um, boring Blue Moon. Cool. It's, you know, solid staple beer. It is. But I didn't I didn't have time to run out and get anything fancy. Hmm? What about you, sir? I am drinking something called a force for good and it is an exciting so uh, this ties into my obsession of the week later i'll tell you but it is a collaboration between creature comforts and allagash oh and it is like a it's a large format table beer and the cool thing is that 100 percent of the proceeds go to the get comfortable fund which is some Ah, sort of charity that i know nothing about uh, that's that's a creature comforts uh, charity thing. Nice. Well, the exciting part of this is it was also a gift from my good friend Shy Lobby, who runs his own restaurant off Buford Highway, and it's a celebration beer. So, I'm about to open this celebration beer with my nice. very own Sam Deeds issued bottle opener. Oh. <laughs> Let's listen. Let's listen. Here we go, kids. Oh yeah. That's the sound of deliciousness. The sound of deliciousness. That was that was basically a friend. I can't take this. It was a friend helping Here me open go, a kids. beer given to me by a friend. This yeah. is just a friend, a friendly beer all around. It smells like beer. Oh my goodness! Is it, it is. nice? It's a force like for it? good. It is. It's nice. It's very is it a, yeasty. It's a is bottle. it a? It's a bottle conditioned beer. I'm like looking at the the yeast in the bottom. What um what kind of beer is it? This is it sounds like get, a. I don't think they get tied down with labels. Um, they just made <laughs> beer. <laughs> no, it's, oh god. Honestly, it sounds like a it tastes it tastes like a better version of Blue Moon. It's super citrusy. It's very it's a blonde very ale. Lemony. Okay, it is. And I'm going full peasant, and I'm not even going to pour it into a glass. So, oh yes. And if anybody knows anything about beer, like bottle conditioned beers, they add they either add more yeast to it and let it continue uh, fermenting in the bottle, but what you typically do is pour it out and then be very you're very careful not to pour the last bit of yeast into the glass. Yeah. But if you're a beer gross person like I am, you just go ahead and either drink it from yeah. the bottle or just pour it all into the glass. But so, yeah, you yeah, you you drink you drink the sediment. Mhm. Well, what you when, do. when beer was safer than water this is what you did you drank it for mm-hmm. nutrition and it 100%. was like it was a way to actually you know keep yourself alive so yeah peasant Those style. extra calories <sighs> it's a celebration <laughs> angela what did, you, what did you run and grab yeah okay <laughs> can i i'm just gonna interject and say that angela sent me a, a picture with um two <laughs> bottles of wine uh, and one and a half glasses of wine, so <laughs> she's double fisting wine tonight. Okay, no, so this is the situation: <laughs> is that I hate wasting food or anything like that. It's it's like it's such a problem for me. Um, and but what does also happen on on the opposite side of the coin is that I tend to get I'm really good at like three quarters of a bottle of wine. And, and then that, that one glass is left over and like, I don't drink all the time. So 
so what ends up happening is that there's these bottles of red wine that have like one glass left over. And so sitting today, I was like, okay, well, you know, just before our episode, I was like, I can grab a cider and you know, that's fine. But, oh, I have these two bottles of wine. So I picked one and I, I, these are both very good bottles of wine from what I remember when they were bought for me by my boyfriend, but I didn't finish them. And so he's like, after like a couple of days, these are bad. Like you can't, you can't keep them and you can't drink them. They have to go. Right. And so my question to you people is how long do you keep a bottle of red wine drinkable before it's not drinkable anymore? Four days. Four days. Okay. You could technically so both of these drink are it after, after four that, days. Yeah. Yeah, like, you can drink it after that. It's just not the same. Right. So the first one, which I thought was the one that I liked more, which is called Shannon Ridge. It tastes like vinegar or oh, on yeah. its way. It's not yeah. great. Yeah. So then I had to, when you asked, like, what are you drinking? I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so then I went and I was like, let's just get the other one, you know, and I can wrestle with that one, too, because, again, I don't want to waste it. They're both delicious. So the second one is Terra, Terradoro, and it's a Barbera. Mm-hmm. And From the first Italy. one is Shannon Ridge, and it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, nice. So I'm just gonna go back and forth and see like how much I can tolerate of each of them because I don't waste things. <laughs> you know you can also cook with them, right? You can also what? Cook with them. If they're not palatable yeah, to drink, totally. then just like, you know get what? some like, dried cherries or cranberries, man. Yep. Rehydrate them doing that. Absolutely. Totally up my alley. Yep. <laughs> I put frozen pizzas in for dinner tonight, but like... No judgment. Look, that that's actually not inherently me. Like, I'm a really good cook, I think. I was taught at a very young age by an Italian family. It was, it's like a moment of pride. That's for real. Like I totally remember coming up to see family and they'd say at, like, I'd be six years old. Like, do you cook? Do you cook? Are you cooking? Um, it's a big deal, (laughs) but I, you know, I don't have time for anything anymore. This is it. It's over for me. This is my life. (laughs) This is the end. (laughs) This is the end. I'm just going to work and raise kids and have, and like like feel lucky that I brushed my teeth and ran water past my face and somehow there's a man that still thinks I'm attractive so like party on we're good party on Wayne party mm-hmm. on Garth mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah just give it to he who must not be named because cooking wine yeah he would do that yeah he would do that he would he would it's totally him he's a good man he cooks, he cooks for you looks amazing I see pictures. When we go to my obsession of the week, I have to tell you something about dinner last night. Okay. Okay. I'm All excited right, so. about continuing the obsession of uh, your obsession of the week conversation because we, you and I talked yesterday about it. We did. We did. And, and I'm, I'm expecting. There's I'm actually expecting been more developments since la- since yesterday. Nice. But I, I'm expecting I'm expecting some invites. Oh, yeah. For your your practice se- session. Yes. Don't worry. Uh, about it. It's a two-year goal, so there will be many, many sessions. What is that? That's my phone. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm being scolded through text message. 
<laughs> I am, actually. No, actually, Sam is. <laughs> That's what no. editing is all about. <laughs> and name has an E at the end. There we go. There it is. Like, it was yeah. coming. It was coming. Nom. Nom. Let's just redo it so you could say, you could just say something like, uh, and your boyfriend will cook for you. Just say that. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that later. Okay. Is he yeah. going to sue? I got it covered. No. Sure? We have a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um,. All right, so um, I talked about my oh. It's just a preference, Brian. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just, I was um, being facetious. So. Yeah, no, no, I know. <laughs> Is he gonna sue? Um, so we talked about the bad Netflix movie. There are actually some good ones. Um, right, hol- holiday? Have you? No. What's the premise of this? Oh, it, I think I I started it. And it's also actually really. That off. It's a, oh shit. The, I really think I did. Hold it on. actually ended up being really cute. It's trying to play it on my. I am uh, absolutely certain I did turn this off. Go ahead, it's fine. You turned it off. I think so. I can't. I can't get back to. It. It's trying to play it on my computer. <clears throat> it's basically like, it's Emma Roberts, one of the, one of the ladies from no, Grey's Anatomy. No, I did watch this. This is good. I yeah. do like this one. Go ahead. I can contribute. So she's like a single, um, she's like a single mid-twenties or something like that. And her mom and her sister are always like, oh, you need a date. You need a date. Mm-hmm. And her aunt, I believe, introduces her to this concept of holidating. Yes. So basically you just like. And who is who is her aunt? Oh, it's Christian Chinowitz. Yeah. Chino, Chinowazitz. Oh, she's so um, good. But yeah, the the whole the whole movie it was it was it was pretty good. It was a rom com, but it it was still it has this sort of cynicism to it. It's in, um, the cynicism is is everywhere, tucked yeah, in yeah. every single corner of the movie, <laughs> and you're like, all right, let's do this. Like it, anyone could like that movie. It, it anyone could like that movie. There's like a certain sickness to it. Like yeah. the jokes are kind of taken a little too far, and like. Yeah, no, it's good, and she makes fun of herself constantly. Yeah, it's um, a very, very timely movie. With the there's a good energy to it, like it's pretty quick, and like if you're ADD like me, you can you can so like, you know, watch. It, there's it. not a boring moment at all. It keeps moving, um, unlike the former movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm a fan. I liked that movie a lot. I watched it last year, but I I really did enjoy it nice. for sure. Um, and then. You want Klaus? to hear mine? Yes. Oh, actually, I agree with you 100%. If uh, Klaus is, it, that's the one where the guy moves to a remote village as a mailman, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this, like, son is, he's the son of a postmaster in, like, a very busy part of the country or whatever, and he's, like, all excited to get, like, this greatest assignment from his dad, but he, like, puts him in the most remote village that has like no uh it's basically like a warring village where there's two families that are fighting and like there's no post office that actually runs there and um and it turns out that they he basically like meets santa claus and uh and gets the whole post system going but doesn't he get it going through like he gets it going by sending letters to klaus well through the kids and there's like money and like well he because he has to he has to it's postage, so he has to get like five thousand letters. Oh, to get out of there by such and such time, or else the father like is gonna not disown him, but kick him out or whatever. 
because he's like this little snot brat guy who's oh yeah that's know. right he's like he's an entitled piece of yeah. pos basically um and so something he, he comes across klaus because he was trying to he was trying to get he was trying to get the the people to to post stuff and he saw klaus's villa or house like way off in the distance so he decides to visit him and then he gets scared but then klaus i don't know klaus gives a, a, a kid a toy and then he realizes oh um like this whole klaus thing starts and he gets all the kids to send away for toys and so he starts getting all of his letters it's like a different take on the santa origin story but it's mm-hmm. like a hundred percent better than any other santa origin story i'll agree with that I, I like it way better than any other ones and yeah turns out that like he used to have a family and he makes yep. these toys because he like misses them and stuff um and then it turns out that the people in the village like they stop fighting and they all like go and you know make his house all warm and cozy again yeah it's a very very good story and then at the end of it uh but all 35 of you turn off your your podcast right now if you don't want to know the end of the movie but um (laughs) but he uh basically he like gets the opportunity the son gets the opportunity to leave and go uh back to the real world and like you know get a really cool prestigious assignment as like a new postmaster but he decides to stay in the town and marry the girl that he fell in love with who oh my god she was one of my favorite characters because she's a school teacher and she's trying to get out of there too but because none of the kids because the families were fighting none of the kids went to school and so she just turned her school into a fish market yeah so like when you meet her she's like chopping the heads off fishes and she's like what are you doing turns out she's a beautiful (laughs) woman who's a great teacher that eventually ends up um actually being a school teacher but it's it's a really i I agree with you sam i think it's my favorite origin i'm gonna watch this it's it's i'm like that close in life just chopping like heads off fish a fish heads. yeah yeah you know, turning your schoolhouse into a, <laughs> into a fish market i'm making life changes man yeah the, the school teacher is rashida jones oh nice um J- jesper the main guy is jason schwartzman and i then, like everyone from the schwartzman family anything that's they've done, why i like been, it. Been good um that's jk like jk simmons is klaus mm-hmm. and then he's uh, also fantastic yeah jane cusack is also in it um norm mcdonald uh, so they got a good cast behind those voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And then a bunch of uh, like regular voice actors. Um, did you have a movie, Ryan? Yeah, I was gonna say. So I was not a huge fan of the Christmas Chronicles, but I really enjoyed. I watched that the recently. Christmas Chronicles two. Okay. I, I also them, watched that recently. I saw them out of order. I saw the second one first, and then I saw the first one afterwards. And the first one's like it's okay. It's it's not bad. It's just a bunch of uh, whiny kids who have you know lost their dad in a tragic yeah. accident, and um, lose the spirit of <laughs> God. Yeah, um, bunch of whiny. What guys. little no, bitches? <laughs> just kidding. But uh, but I saw the second one first, and that one is uh, that one is way more entertaining because it's about the fallen elf. It's basically an archetype describing the fall of man in a religious sense. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but right. it's, it's basically <laughs> it's, it's about this elf who gets like really um, uh, fed up with Santa Claus, and he wants to do things his own way and makes make his own toys. And there's like five things that you can't do and stay an elf. It's like you can't be ungrateful, you can't be unhappy, you can't be like malicious or something. 
Um, and I don't know the other two. It's like you can't, you know, eat too much sugar and then wear baggy pants. But um, naturally, uh, no. But that's just made up. But um, so, anyways, he, <laughs> no, he falls. He falls out of grace and goes to. Uh, basically, the whole story is he's trying to get back into the North Pole to steal Santa's magic so that he can be Santa Claus and make his own toys, which are of course evil toys. And right. uh, but it's a pretty entertaining movie. Uh, it's it's got. Um, Kurt Russell in it as Santa Claus. Yeah, and it's uh, and who who's his uh, his actual wife? Is it Goldie? Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Yeah. yeah, she's in the movie too. She's Mrs. Claus. Um, but it's a really it's a really good story. Um, it's very entertaining. Good special effects. And uh, as a bonus, um, I'm not going to say my son's name on here because I don't want him to sue me. But he, <laughs> um, he uh, so the elf's name, okay, is Belsnickel right oh right <laughs> we're watching this movie right and so we'll talk about how christmas has literally in my house starts the day after halloween now um so we're watching this movie it's the beginning of november and we're all just you know, watching the movie in the, in the living room and all of a sudden out of nowhere again the elf's name is bell sniffle my six-year-old son just screams jack off <laughs> jack off and we're like what it's <laughs> like the elf jack off is just so bad and we're like you mean bellsnickel and he's like yeah bellsnickel <laughs> anyway so yeah. holds, it holds a special alternatively hilarious meaning in my heart but oh my Chronicles too is That's great phenomenal. <laughs> the actor that plays bellsnickel his name is julian dennison he is he's aussie or i mean yeah, he's, he's not Australian. I, um like in his accent i could be wrong he may not be aussie he might be like a kiwi um his accent but he's a lot anyway he's in a lot of movies um there like i've seen him in a few movies and i'm a fan man i like that kid um he's grown up a lot though (laughs) this is like his grown-up movie because he's he's a big child actor gotcha Hmm. he does a good job he does a great job there's a magic battle with santa claus I'm not saying they ripped off Harry Potter, but it kind of feels like they ripped off Harry Potter. Does so. someone scream Avada Kedavra? No, no. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, There's magic, ooh, though. Ooh, yeah. at, at some point, Angela, are you a Harry Potter dork? I am. We need to have, or one of our next discussions needs to be how disappointing some of the things in Harry Potter were and how great some of them were. Okay. Oh. So. Okay. There's so many things to I say. Still, I'm still hurt. <laughs> I'm still hurt by the ending of the, the whole series. So, by the oh, no, I need to stop Ta- now. Table it, table it, table it. <laughs> it's burning. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, a couple of the other Christmas movies. I have not seen a boy called Christmas yet, but I really I have. Want to. Oh my god! <gasps> Tell us, Angela. Don't no, don't say any. I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, never mind. I can't talk about a give movie us, that I thought was going to be give us my a movie. movie trailer synopsis. Okay, so it's about how Christmas came to be. Okay. Um, like another rendition of the story. The um, story. You know, how it all came to light. Um, it is It is beautiful. Okay. The acting is great. The storyline is great. The It's visually very pretty and so professionally done. It is a high budget film nice um i loved every minute of it 
I what it's funny because like I started I put it on for the kids and then I had to walk away and do something and I came back and they were both glued to it and so I was like all right we're starting it over I just uh. want to like go through this again and and they both said like this is really good and I we sat there all through it again and went and it was so good so good it's um, got a so great yeah, cast I, it's got a great cast Toby Jones, Sally Hawkins, Jim Broadbent, Stephen Merchant, uh, Maggie Smith. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. A Boy Called um, Christmas, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, I can't, I can't say enough. It's definitely worth the ride. Um, okay. And, you know, like it's... It, look, it's not like the holiday. There's a little more depth there. It seemed um, like it from the trailer, yeah. It'll get you, like, in your feelers, you know. It'll <laughs> definitely bring on the holiday cheer. Oh. I know. Um, and then I'm a personal fan of... Netflix has had a... Uh, every year there's a movie, Christmas movie, with Vanessa Hudgens in it. And mm-hmm. these are definitely, like, semi-cheesy rom com and these are the princess ones? Yeah, the princess. And then there's the night, the night, as in, like, uh, K-N-I. K-N-I. Yeah. yeah, the night before Christmas. That was actually really good, too. But those are, like, they're sappy. They're, they're like, I mean, they're, they're not Hallmark, <laughs> but they're pretty close, but they're here's, good. Here's, here's the, the teaser or the synopsis for it. She'd given up on getting her own happily ever after. Then a night showed up just days before Christmas. <laughs> Shining armor <laughs> and all. Ooh. It's great. Is this like a time warp movie? A little bit, yeah. What do, what do you mean a little bit? Like either they go back in time or they don't. Well, the the night I can't I can't remember how it happens, but the night he goes into the future. Oh, I'm watching the trailer right now, and basically yeah. he steps into a blue time warp. Okay, yeah. And she like hits he... him with her car. <laughs> and now that he's talking familiar. to her in the snow. Yeah. Now they're going to the emergency room. Oh, he's <laughs> thanking her down on a knee, a knee and kissing her hand. Um, we're just we're gonna stop here. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does look like this is gonna be amazing, though. It is good. Um, and then Christmas Inheritance, and actually Christmas Prince. Those movies are pretty good too. Nice. Not as not as good as all the other ones, but uh. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and I'm excited to watch Holiday with my wife. Um, oh, I won't yeah. say her name because I don't want any legal issues again. Don't um, let her be sued. You know, we don't want to be sued. I think technically you said all, all of your kids' names and wife's names the last time, but Probably, that's cool. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, I also want to point out now that Klaus is an Academy Award nominee. That's how good it is. I saw that, yeah. Um, I'm going to watch this. It's it, freaking, that's great. You're going to love it. It's so good. Yeah. Um, trying like to Klaus, from what? So, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I, d- I didn't want you to talk about a boy called Christmas too much because I'm I'm like one of those bastards who get mad about things and I want to watch the movie. Did, I know, I know. Um, and do you know what painful experience you just put me through because I couldn't actually express my feelings I'm or sorry. use words? I'm I had sorry. to like trip over. Oh, it's pretty. Like <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but so, you know, I watched the trailer. Let's for not it. piss Sam off. No. <laughs> Our fearless leader. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know. You wouldn't piss me off. It would just be like, I'd be sad. 
No, it's like sad. this is big for you. I understand. It's big for you. Um, but I'm I'm gonna say from what you said about a, a boy named Christmas and what the trailer that I watched, Klaus is gonna be up there with a boy named Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you'll hundred percent. There's no way they're you in the same like movie. fork in the road kind of thing. Yeah. They're yeah. a certain caliber. Yes. Yes. Do you have any other? Is there any other Christmas movies? Um, not necessarily I mean, Netflix. I mean, there's Elf, and you know, what what other ones do you guys like to watch during the? the I've Christmas heard a lot season? of people talking about Elf, like they can't wait to see it again. I I am more like a like I I love a Christmas story. I'm okay. I'm into it. As like for a classic. Um, right. I think I used to like Rudolph. That might have changed, but like I the old felt ones or whatever. Like the old Rudolph with like the claymation or yeah, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. Um, with the white, the what's that thing? The abominable. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I like a Christmas story like every day, every every year, because I only watch it maybe one time a year. Like I don't go overboard with it. Right. And it's just hysterical to me. And it's funny because I watched it as a kid, and there were pieces of it that I was like, "This is a really strange movie." And in fact, <laughs> I'm afraid at some parts. Yeah, and like now the I'm like, Santa. this is hilarious. That, there's that one. There's that one. It's like a dream sequence with Santa, mm-hmm. and that always scared me as a kid. Frightening. Yeah. Yep. Or like the Santa like pushes him down the slide. Yeah, that, that one. With that his one. foot. Yeah. And you're like, how? <laughs> yeah. I, I totally remember thinking, how could Santa do that? Because <laughs> yeah, Santa that... smells like peppermint schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, uh, as far as classics go, for some reason, I just really love Frosty the Snowman. I don't know why, but it's like oh, one of my favorites. Oh, like the animation one? Yeah, with the, the animation one. Yeah. And my kids, like, even though they've watched That's it a beautiful. lot, um, they they don't pay attention to certain things sometimes. So every time I see a Frosty the Snowman, I'm like, happy birthday! And they're like, why do you say that? I'm like, just watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says it every time he puts a hat on. So... Uh, I am also very excited. I'm still scrolling through all the Netflix holiday movies. And the one that I just added to my list is Shaun the Sheep, The Flight Before Christmas. And I don't know if you guys are fans of Wallace and Gromit. Right. But it is the same stop motion, like, clay that Wallace and Gromit was made out of. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's the new generation. It's called Shaun the Sheep. And it is absolutely hilarious. Shaun the Sheep is is, is a show. Yes, it's a show. Yeah. But they've also made movies They've made movies, well. yeah. And so, like, I love Shaun the Sheep because I grew up really enjoying Wallace and Gromit. But Wallace and Gromit is a little violent. Like, I tried to watch it with my kids, and, like, there's, like, there's a woman that, like, Wallace gets, you know, in a relationship with, and she's trying to kill him. And so, like, she's trying to, like, <laughs> cut off his head and stuff. So, like, I tried to watch it with my kids. I'm like, yeah, I don't really know if I should watch this with them. But Shaun the Sheep is just slapstick humor it's really good and there's no dialogue it's all just like it's just pantomime basically yeah. so but i'm gonna watch the flight before christmas and i'm excited cool i'm going through i don't see you, you know you know you've gone too far when like night rider shows up on the holiday <laughs> list like really so, <laughs> night rider christmas um also if you haven't watched the great british baking show oh, if you yeah. want i have Wolf, well they have a holiday episode here i'm adding yeah. that to my list as well yep. if you want to see like the best 
it's like people who are actually good at it. It's not like nailed it where people show up yeah. and are like, I'm going to, you know, microwave some cream cheese. Like these people have actual <laughs> baking skill and it is the nicest group of people competing yeah. against each other because mm-hmm. it's British. And so while they'll still give, you know, feedback and be like, oh, you know, you should have done this a little bit differently. They'll give them a hug. There's usually some crying, but they all help each other. They're all super yeah. supportive every single season. And uh, I'm excited to see the holiday one because what's fun is like as someone who cooks for a living, you see um, one of the things that they do is they'll give you ingredients, but they'll give you no method. That's like one of right. the, the tests. And so it, they'll tell you like, we want you to make Italian meringue or something and or Italian buttercream. And th- you have to know the process and the measurements to get it right. And um, it's a really it's a really cool you know, like they actually make some pretty cool stuff. So I'm excited to watch that as well. I, lo- a- I love, I love the technical challenges when they give them like the sparse directions. Yeah. And they, they, there's always one episode where, you know, the contestant looks at the camera and goes, it just says bake. <laughs> <laughs> like, no time, no temp, no it, bake. That's your instruction now. <laughs> and you know that someone that's like in, in the production of that show, they're like, we're just going to write bake, aren't we? Yeah, it's going to be funny. It's going to be a good idea. Let's put bake on a lot. That's a great All show. Right. So we covered the holiday movies. Oh, keeping um, us on track again. All no, right, no, let's so, go. No, no, I, I actually have a, I have a question that's not on the <laughs> – we're going oh, off. yeah off the reservation yeah. here um so what are your feelings on egg oh i drink it every day <sighs> i i have very strong feelings i drank the non-alcoholic version of it during the day because i don't want to get fired from my job because i record yeah. content and i can't slur my speech and <laughs> wait which one I, which one do you I drink get the alcoholic version at like 501 <laughs> <laughs> um have, have you tried the uh it's made by Southern Comfort, but it doesn't have alcohol in it. You get it at, well, you don't have Publix up I'm, there. I just had the Southern Comfort one this afternoon. What do you want? Was it the vanilla spice one or whatever? No, it's the golden. The, I don't know if I've had that one. Look, it's all fake anyway. Right. Um, you I, look for I the think vanilla spice. The, I actually think the, the, the one that is sold with alcohol in it is cleaner. There's less <laughs> thickener and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. I can tell you the one that I really love, this alcoholic. Hold on. I need to go Golden. get it. One second. Because <laughs> it's in the house. All right. Well, this is a good chance for me to talk about how I am not an eggnog fan. Just not. Why? Why, why would you put we, we alcohol totally, in an we egg got custard? That. I mean, because it's delicious. Is it, though? Have you ever had it? Yeah. Maybe I need to give it another shot because maybe it was someone's homemade eggnog that turned me off. I will tell you, okay, that maybe. Um, go to Publix, look for the vanilla spice. I'm coming. I eggnog. just strawberries on the floor. Yes. Look, look for the vanilla comfort or the. Um, <laughs> look, okay, I'm ready. I have answers. Look for the uh, vanilla Publix Southern yeah. Comfort. Vanilla spice eggnog from Southern Comfort. It'll. Be, they don't have it at Kroger. They have it at Publix. Fine, I'm gonna go and, get some and I and will celebrate. And you don't. Yeah, and you, I mean you can put it, put per- bourbon in it or something, but just have it as is. And if okay. you don't love it, I, I don't. You you have will to you love issue it. me it's, a refund. We don't know you. I will I will issue a refund. Yes. <laughs> Not sure if it'll okay. be money that I get back, but there. Will be <laughs> <money>. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. Ready. yeah. 
It's Evan Williams eggnog. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. So made with Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, blended whiskey, rum, and brandy. Yep. It is a divine. There is. All right, I'm ready to give it another shot. If and if you don't be go, a wuss, all right, I, it's I fine. Just said, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another shot. I, I okay. guess okay. What are your feelings on Alton Brown, Ryan? Uh, I like Alton Brown. Why? Okay. Um, he if you if you Google Alton Brown's eggnog recipe. It's it's like the two out there now, but it's the one. It has rum, whiskey, brandy, and cognac in it, hmm. and that one's really awesome. Nice. I'm just looking it up right I, here. I haven't had that. That is it's like um, actually alcoholic like recipe that we've found. We we used to make it every year. Um, Twelve large eggs. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> one pound of sugar it just sounds like such a bad oh, decision no. to put into your body it is oh it's delicious okay. oh I'm, I'm sure it's delicious but it will kill you <laughs> that's, I pro- that's probably what's happening in this and I don't know because it's, I don't make it it's the classic egg let me see you would never. I wouldn't know myself a couple years like ago. Like I got sick and I only had water and wine, and I didn't. Now I'm like, bring on the fries with duck fat, people. It's fun. <laughs> <Dip them in laughs> Love the eggnog. Um. Oh no, it's the aged Alton Alton Brown's aged eggnog recipe. Which Do that to one. some people may sound gross, but. That's typically what you do with ice cream as well. Like you take it yeah. on glaze and you let it age for a day or two in the fridge before you actually turn it. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty mm-hmm. normal technique. Oh, totally off topic with eggnog. Totally Have you guys good. ever heard of a milk-washed cocktail? No. Nope. Real quick method. I didn't know this was a thing. It goes back to the days of Benjamin Franklin. It was a way of stabilizing and preserving a cocktail but literally what you do is you make a cocktail right with like citrus juice and um alcohol in it uh-huh. and then you take out one quarter of the volume of the cocktail so if i'm going to make a gallon i'm going to take out a quart and then you replace it with a quart of milk and what it does is it's basically like making cheese and so it like breaks the curd and then you let it sit and then you filter it through like a coffee filter and it's super slow to filter um, but what it does is it stabilizes the alcohol in it. So, like, if you were going to, um, it also increases the shelf life by taking out like the um, the particulate from like the citrus juices and stuff that would spoil fast. Uh-huh. And so, this was something they used for preservation a long time ago. But it gives it. It's almost like adding lactose to a beer, where it gives it that like mouthfeel that's a little smooth right. and a little different flavor. Um, but it's something that is a very painstaking process that. I read it on a menu and I was looking for milk. I was like, ask, I was expecting them to add milk to a glass, <clears throat> wash the glass, dump it out and put the cocktail in. Cause that's typically like a, what a wash is like a scotch wash or a whiskey wash or whatever. And, uh, but then I asked them what it was and he was very, very willing to tell me the whole process. But it also means that you can put a cocktail on tap because instead of having like the alcohol settle to the top uh... and all your other stuff settle to the bottom and having to shake the keg over and over again, it makes it a, a uniform suspension. I thought that was a really, really cool old school technique that no one uses anymore. Um, nope. That you wouldn't even appreciate if you didn't ask. I was like, what's the milk wash? And Andy was like, let me tell 1900s. you. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. 
So all right, I'm anyways. gonna like I'm, I'm like how can I do this at home? <laughs> <laughs> Just make a lot of cocktails. So, right. Make a gallon cool. of. You're basically yeah. making cheese to clarify. Right. A cocktail which I think is a very gross thing in idea, but a very delicious thing in practice. So Right. All right. All right. So on to my next question. Oh, God. Why <laughs> in Go the ahead. world do we buy gifts for adults? So I love my family, but we started doing this thing where, like, you know, and, and also for kids, too. It's like if, if you're in a situation where you can get gifts for your kids – and then other people want to get gifts for your kids. By the end of the day, it's like 30 or 40 gifts that they got. It's right. Like it's unbelievable. And, and it's like it's... they don't appreciate any of it. Like the pieces are yeah. all mixed together. They're like cracked out on sugar from the day. <laughs> and then and then you have to buy gifts for your family. And so it's like, okay, great. So we drew one name. So I'm responsible for one person, right? But right. if you don't know that person well enough and you don't like know what their heart's desire is, you just end up exchanging $50 gift cards. Why do we do that? I don't understand. Thoughts. I mean, I think that's a better deal than what I've, like, I've never gotten to do this Secret Santa thing. This is the shit that drives me insane. We buy what we want when we want it anyway, yeah. like, for the most part. Um, like, I'd rather actually do something with my sister, like, actually go do something. Yeah. I proposed years ago, I was like, let's do a Secret Santa because I don't want someone, like, seven gifts from seven different family members. I have enough shit in my house. I don't want the socks, the mismatched <laughs> shoes. You don't know my style, and I don't expect you to know it. So, like, I, no one wanted to do it, though. Everyone still wanted the gifts. And I was like, okay, well, I'll keep forking over $2,000 mm -hmm. for biggest. stuff that you don't care about. Yeah. Yep, I wow. agree. I would so much rather say, hey, can I take you to dinner? Like, right. let's have the time Let's have together. an experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But what do you get for your introverted people that don't want an experience? Look, we can go to a quiet dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you sit so on that side, said. I'll sit on this side, and we won't talk to each other. Why don't we people we'll watch? Like we don't know. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll figure out an experience that works. Don't make me get you, like, something stupid yeah well and so what i found too is like we would set like a 50 dollars limit right but then mm -hmm. if you someone get, always goes over well obviously and if you get someone that you care about and like you know they're what they like then you end up spending like my uncle bought me like a sound system one year and i was like dude you spent like 115 bucks <laughs> i was like it's supposed to be 15 50 so next year i got him and i had him a custom painting made because he's a georgia tech fan so I like one of the servers that I worked with is an artist. And so I had him do like a custom Georgia tech painting. Again, it was like 150 bucks, but I was like, it's well worth it. Like, this is perfect. <laughs> it's a custom gift. So. Right. All right. Which brings us to our next question. Uh, who in Wait, your I house... just have to say one more thing. <laughs> Go ahead. Wait, I have to answer this one. So I don't know when this is going to be edited and I don't know who at my work listens to this. Maybe <laughs> no one, probably no one, but I'm just going to say this the other day. Like I got, I got actually really lucky with who I'm paired with on the secret Santa. I really like this girl so much. And she had a wish list and all the things that she put on her wish list. I was like, those are so nice. So I bought them all for her <laughs> <laughs> instead of like $25. She's like $65. She's getting from me and I'm so excited to give it to her. I'm so, ex I'm so happy. So I think that's, that's, awesome. that's part of why you, so like, okay, if, if you're spending $2,000 on a bunch of adults for Christmas, that, that, that's, that's kind of nuts. But I think you, it's you, nuts. Yeah. But or, like for, 
for spend two thousand dollars for other people that you love there is it's insane my sister might as well throw cash in my face she spends so much money on us and i'm like so i got everyone two gifts like <laughs> <laughs> she she might as well just give me her checkbook sometimes i'm like take it back you can't right. you can't but but that's the thing though is that like exactly what you just said about your secret santa like you really like the person and you know, she had this wish list, and you're like, I'm going to buy them all. Like, that's why you buy gifts for people to begin with. Like, you don't yep. buy it because you're expecting the other person to give you right. the same amount or same whatever. Right, um, but you know what? Like, I in think totality, like, yeah. I, I got, like, you know, I probably doubled it, and the $50 is probably going to, she's probably just, I hope she loves it. Um, you know, like, it, it isn't just shit to her. You know what I mean? I think right. that's the difference. You know, if you're, like, buying a disingenuous gift for someone, why? You know what I mean? Like, well, in, unless it's something. I love to buy gifts, like, Christmas presents for adults specifically throughout the entire year. Like, I see something, and it's perfect for someone. I will buy it, and I'm so excited to give it to them. I'm so, I'm so happy to do, to be able to do that. Um, but if I'm just like, oh, it's November, I better like pack in a gift here, and I'm searching through Amazon yeah. for like, <laughs> like perfect gift for <laughs> cousin. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard. Yeah, it's too hard. Well, I think so. I don't know how. I don't remember how big your family is, but like you just our, our fam. My family is just so large. You just couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. We we literally like we'd all be homeless. You know, I said cousin because I didn't want to offend anyone. Good. Um, but so like we never we it was always very much immediate family only because we just mm -hmm. we couldn't we couldn't do that, and so um, you know it's relatively simple, but like this year exactly what you're going for um, or what you're talking about is Amy called up her sister and said, hey, um, how about I give you the gift of not buying me a gift for Christmas. And, and so that's what we're doing. So, like, none of the adults are getting gifts for each other. Um, they're getting stuff for the kids because everyone wants to buy stuff for kids. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's like sometimes it's just that simple. Like, hey, we're not going to do that this year. Like, you're going to come over. We're going to have a couple bottles of wine or something. We're going to have a good dinner. And uh, you can buy my kids gifts. But, you know, we're, we're going to we're just going to hang out. We're going to have that experience this year. So I like it. I That's think, supportive. like, as the kids get older... We're just going to travel. You know, like, I'm not going to buy them a gift. Yeah. I've thought about gonna, that later. Are you going to travel yeah. for the holidays, or are you just going to be like this? We're going to go to Cancun and It depends on how much money I'm making. There you go. Yeah. If, I could, if I could travel during the holidays, then hell yeah. Chances yeah. are... Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. All right. So who right. has the most Christmas Ryan has spirits? another question. Another question. I think oh, I was I'm just on reading it, down the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, who has the most Christmas spirit in your house this year? My my house is definitely Declan. He surprised us. He he is going nuts. He spent a whole day decorating the house with Amy and he did not come downstairs once. He did not play Fortnite one single second. He was upstairs putting lights everywhere. It was it was it was it was pretty cool. Nice. Mine is a hundred percent my wife. We now have a second Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, well, we do too actually. It's it's a little one, but yeah. 
Yeah, no, this is a full-size one. So my wife is a <laughs> nice. proficient Facebook marketplace buy nothinger, and uh, so we got a twenty-year-old Balsam Hill fake Christmas tree that's got like amazing multicolored like large lights on it, which is not her style at all. And um, basically, her mom stopped putting up a Christmas tree. Like she just is done with it. And so she gave her all of the ornaments that, like, they made over the years. So the one that's in our den is, like, the one that's got all our ornaments on it and is, like, white lights and stuff. The one that's in our dining room is, like, multicolored, technicolor uh, Christmas jam and has all her, like, childhood ornaments on it, which is pretty cool. But um, I went out of town for a day, came back, and I walked into a different world because my wife was like, (laughs) I think I really love the multicolored, which she has not been a fan of before. So now uh-huh. I have, we haven't decorated outside this year, but next year I have the blessing to do multicolored lights outside. And I'm super Ooh. excited because that's my style. And she just like was not a fan of it for a very long time. And she's like, had a change of heart. And I was like, did it grow three sizes today? She was like, yes, <laughs> it did. And she was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you calling me the Grinch? <laughs> but I will say, so, um, our elf on a shelf is pretty magic here and uh, my kids love alva red which is our elf on a shelf's name and uh and she's pretty uh mischievous she brings some stuff and does some crazy things so uh, that uh, that do you want a good I, story I about Angela the elf on the shelf and i yeah. have the same okay feelings on this so I loved Christmas as a kid. My birthday's Friday, so my my birthday sort of it's December seventeenth. It sort of blends into Christmas. Uh, like all my life, I'd start like before Thanksgiving and start telling people at school, "My birthday's in twenty days." Thank you. And like, <laughs> I'm into it, right? I was really into it. And like, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not here to like totally sugarcoat it, but I've had some some tough things happen in my life with like my mom dying and no divorce and stuff like this. So it sort of like changed my idea on Christmas. Um, but before I was totally changed, um, we, before we moved to Australia, we did the elf on the shelf. And when we got to Australia, like I didn't bring it cause, cause I just figured, Oh, like we'll buy it there or whatever. But I remember how excruciating it was to like get them to sleep and move yeah. this thing and remember to move it. Yeah. And so when we got to Australia, it wasn't a thing. It like, they didn't have them there. And so I was like, all right, like, I'm down. We don't have to, like, deal with this burden anymore. Anyway, so, like, a couple years into Australia, the elf on the shelf comes. It's marketed widely all over there. And my daughter's like, I think I remember that. I'm like, nope, 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 no, you don't. don't. That was a thing. That was a thing. (laughs) Anyway, I'm getting divorced, and I'm splitting up, (laughs) like, the who's getting what for Christmas. Because our lives are so entwined, and Mm -hmm. I'm going through all these boxes. And I message my ex-husband, and I'm like, you're getting the elf on the shelf. Thing hasn't been touched in, like, ten years. (laughs) And it shall not. It's not coming back in my life. Nope, nope, nope. Um, But that doesn't mean, like, I am getting back. I'm... I'm much better. Last year was like Christmas hell for me. My sister was like, you got to like step it up. I didn't, it was just, everything was just a mess in my life. Like just so sad. Um, But like I I did end up pulling through for the kids. I wasn't a total Scrooge, but I certainly wasn't like Decky the Halls, like dancing to all the Christmas carols. This year I have like my first real tree in forever. 
Um, and I have a poinsettia and my house is decorated and I play music. Um, so we're coming around. Well, we're coming around. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, like I'm setting the intention. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. What, um, what's your favorite Chris, or what, um, damn it, I just had a, I just had a question. Oh, real, real tree or fake tree? I've had both. Yeah. What, I what's... much prefer a real tree. I don't know what that's doing for the environment. Oh my God, I have something <laughs> to tell you. Sam, you're going to love this. I cut down my first real tree this year. Oh, awesome. Remember last year we were talking in the Christmas episode and I had never done that before? Yeah, we do it every year. Right. So it's a new experience for That's me. That's awesome. It was um, great, wasn't it? It was great. So I've never done this before, but um, my boyfriend was like, okay, you said it in the podcast. you never done that. So we're going to do it this year. <laughs> and I was like, ah, shit. All right. So we went. And, you know, it's funny. Like you walk into the grounds and they hand you a saw and yeah. they're like, whatever one you want. And I'm like, all right, well, like where, which there's six different varieties of a tree here they're like well just go so i thought i wanted something with um like harder bristles we went over there and you know it's like the four of us are kind of like eh, that one looks all right i like this one i like this one and i was like it's a sign we're not getting these hard bristles that's it <laughs> and so like we traipsed across the whole entire other the farm and then we found this tree and it's funny because <laughs> My my boyfriend is like he's like a teacher, right? So he's really good at instructing. And in this moment, he said nothing. He just stood there. <laughs> and so the kids were like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna get down there and use the saw." <laughs> so like their little butts are like popped up in the air and yep. like sawing back and forth. And like then they look up at me and they're like, "This isn't working. It's really hard." <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm getting down there." <laughs> so yeah, we have all these pictures. I did saw that thing down. All the anger in my soul. <laughs> I got that thing down. It was really yeah, fun. Yeah, we all we great always time. let Declan start, but then he'll get like I don't know one eighth of the way in, and mm -hmm. he's like, my arm's tired. <laughs> <laughs> but like once you get in there, it's really easy. Yeah, yeah. It's not hard at all. I thought it was gonna be a real labor. I mean, even carrying it, I had a great time. That's yeah. been the best part of my Christmas season thus far. That was my most favorite part. I'm so happy you got to do that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited that I have a, like, so Australia, it's balls hot, right? Cause sure. it's summer. It's summer. It's summer. And so like to get a real tree, we did do that the first year. Like you have to work at keeping that thing alive. That thing is trying to die. <laughs> it does not want to be there. Um, it, like there's no amount of water that can make that thing happy. Um, so like every, it just felt so sad. So then we did like the fake tree thing. And whatever, it smells weird, but you know, it's probably better for the environment. Maybe, I don't know, it could kill us. It's probably like stifling us with like chemicals. It's, it smells like that, I don't know. Um, but so now we have our first real tree and it's so pretty. And I, it, and Ryan, I do have white lights on it. Um, so it seems very classic. I've not, been, I've not been able to do that for a very long time because my ex-husband really liked um, multicolored, like, thick bulbs. Mm -hmm. And I was amenable to that, but um, it's my tree now. I like the classic tree. There you go. Mm -hmm. Nice. We're, we're a big, we're a big, uh, I, don't, I don't mind either or, but Declan really likes going out there and, and, and trying to hunt down a tree. And, and so we, we have live trees. We, we used to have a fake tree. Um, 
We haven't used that in probably eight years, though. So, Ryan, any any opinion on the fake versus real? Uh, we always had a real growing up, but we've been doing the fake thing for a while. And yeah. as a parent, I'm fine with that because I watched a video that my wife sent me of a tree that was improperly watered going up <laughs> like a freaking right, yeah. low torch in your house. And I was like, yeah, I mean, we don't really need that kind of fire hazard in here. Um, but... But I uh, I prefer a real tree, even though it's some maintenance. Um, but yeah. we've been we've got two fakers. I will say it's pretty easy to just bring it up from the basement every year. So I am making a note that says water tree for after. <laughs> yeah, our cats like to drink the water out of the 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 tree basin, and so it's like we have to water the tree and water the cats, and you know it's like shit. But yeah, we haven't we haven't done that in a couple of days actually. So I'm actually I, do need I am legit. Tree, I think. Yeah, I'm legit writing that note for when I get off. <laughs> yeah, I love right it. Yeah. All right. Um, what well, else? What else we got on there? Well, what gets you jazzed about Christmas? So we talked about the things we don't necessarily prefer, but you go, you go first, bud. What do you got? Oh. Uh, for me, I, I kind of lost the magic of Christmas for a while because it is so, um, it's so easy to get wrapped up in like consumerism of it and spending $2,000 for people who open crap and don't care. Um, and also being in the restaurant industry for a long time, usually like we got Christmas off, but you had like Christmas Eve dinner that you either had to work service for, Uh. or you had to be there that day to prep for and like. You felt bad leaving everyone else there, and then you were right back at work the day afterwards. So for me, it's having some time off around the holidays. Like I get Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off, and then luckily this year it falls on a Saturday, so I get Sunday off as well. Um, But for me, it is my kids are young. It's the magic of Santa. It's the the fun of it. Like the fact that um, because my wife is so into Christmas and it's like her favorite holiday, and we celebrate it for two months. We purchase all of our gifts. <clears throat> We're pretty much done by the beginning of November. We get all of our stuff wrapped and under the tree, so we just get to enjoy the season. So I think the fact that um, we have kids that are really excited about it, um, they're good kids too, so like even though they're going to get an excessive amount of stuff, it doesn't really matter. Um, so I think just actually enjoying the season and being very fortunate to be able to, you know, to have the luxury of, of buying all the stuff and, and creating and having good experiences is yeah. um, brought the magic back to it for me. So I like it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I am like you. I am. I try to be done with Christmas by the end of October. Uh, if I hit, if I hit Halloween and I'm not done, then I start to have real Ajita. Cause like, I just, I'm not into the the race and the consumerism of it. It also helps me like balance that a little bit more financially if I'm just that planned. Um, what I do hate though, and what I do want to get better at is because what I do is just I get it all and I stuff it somewhere in my house. Yeah. And I lock it away. What I really wish I would do is just wrap them and literally be done with it because then I'm revisiting it. And I'm like, why did I buy this thing? Is that for this person? Or like, you don't remember. what does this go to? Oh, wait, is, does that mean it's equal? Oh shit. He has seven and she has eight. I got to go get it or vice versa. I got to go get another one. Um, 
So I, I really wish I would just like totally see it through. Um, what gets me in the spirit? Okay, so I, 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 I like the surprise element of it. Like I always, um, l like I've done something kind of big for my boyfriend, um, that he doesn't know about. Um, and I, I think you guys heard me talking uh, with him on yeah. the phone because he was trying to coordinate with me and I was being really vague and I think it annoyed him, but it's for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of held the fort down there if you guys could hear it. Um, <laughs> cause he just had to have, he needed an answer at the moment and I, I, I can't give him an answer. Yeah. Um, so when he hears this one day, if he does, he's going to be like, ah, okay. <laughs> um, so I, I like that. I, and I kind of always do the same with the kids. Like, I, I think that they think they're getting something um, that is just, you know, whatever gift, like a craft or something. Like, like the other day, my daughter said, I really want this, this thing. Um, and I mean, I guess she's not. She's asleep. It's a trampoline. And I was like, you oh. think you're going to get a trampoline for Christmas? You're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. And you could see she felt bad, but she's totally getting a trampoline for Christmas. <laughs> right. Uh, so, and I mean, here's the, the reality is that we've suffered some misfortune. Like, they've never had a trampoline. She's 11. Right. It's not like she's getting it when she's five. Like, she really wants it. She's wanted it forever. Um, and I'm just so excited to be able to give that to her. And I worked my ass off for it. Um, like... I, you know, I have a full-time job. I can't pay for any of that with my phone. Like, I have to do it on, like, the other ways that I earn income. Like, we babysit dogs and stuff like that. Like, I do work really hard for this thing. But it is a damn good trampoline. And I'm so excited to be able to give that to her. Good for That's you. That's going to be awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Good work. Good. Thank you. Side note, I just saw a Christmas shirt online that seems like it's right up your alley. And it says, ho, 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 or the Merlot. <laughs> I'll take it. I really wanted to say something about cheap Merlot because I like, I like, I, that's like my whole thing. I, I like want to be really good at cheap, delicious wines. Yeah. yeah. I will echo that sentiment because having worked in restaurants and like mm -hmm. I never, I never was as versed in wines as the servers were because that was like their medium of making money. But I did mm -hmm. sit in on co ops where we would taste like two of the same style of wine next to each other, or we would do like pairings and stuff. And um, what I found is that I thought I was supposed to like older, more expensive wines. Turns out that tastes and smells like someone's gross basement most of the time. And yes. it's very flat. It's like one note, it doesn't do much for me. Huh. So I really like younger, more expressive wines from like certain regions or like certain varietals. And I'm yeah. still like a very fledgling you know, like I know a few things about Italian. I know like a few things about French wine, but I also know that I like younger, more expressive wines that are not as expensive. I will buy a bottle that's like fifty bucks every once in a while, but that's only if I know that it's a it's a vintage or like a, a winemaker that I really like, and that it's a year that I should get. And I always like ask my, you know, my wine peeps. I'm like, is this a good? is this a good year that I should buy? But other than right. that, it's like, I don't spend more than 20 bucks on a bottle of wine. And never, honestly, nope. I don't spend more than 15 on a bottle of wine, but I, I know what I like and where I like it from. Um, 
and it's just it's better honestly also question for you as a wine drinker do you open your wine and let it breathe or do you open it and drink it and experience the change okay so i didn't until i had someone in my life that was in the restaurant industry and i really did notice the difference i hate to say it but i really did to open it and let it breathe yeah yeah it was like night and day so I, I I do tend to do that now. If there's one thing I can take for that from that human, that's the one. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, um, I, I think it's worth it. So I do. when you say let it breathe, are you putting it in a, in a decanter? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. Just I'll opening just it up the... and letting it sit for like twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is a big difference. Yeah. Hmm. You know what I I learned is. Um, I really like to open it, pour a little bit, and like as I kind of taste it as it opens up. Um, I'll always taste it when it's opened back when it's opened up, and I guarantee you, like twenty minutes later, I'm like totally different, totally better. Yeah, yeah, but it's, hmm. someone put it this way to me, um, and they were like, "It's it's its dying breath. That is like the most expressive it's going to be, and then it's mm-hmm. going to mellow out." And they're like, "Yeah." yeah try it and experience the change i'm like oh, cool most of the time i'm talking yeah. too much and i forget to try it every like five minutes but <laughs> yeah but no cool it's either, i just do that first one and just wait until the next one um because like I, i'm never i'm certainly not like tapping the table like you know i'm distracted or whatever but by the time i come back it's ready yeah it's ready interesting i'll have to try that it has to aerate you know it does it does it, you know it's this dying breath i like that i do i like when people take concepts that you already know and have a really good way of phrasing it yeah yes well you just did that there it is a a good metaphor is Mm -hmm. amazing yeah sam what gets you jazzed up about christmas um probably the probably the movies um uh because i'm just a big movie guy um this year it's like a, a double a double whammy the new hawkeye series on disney plus <laughs> it's marvel but it's also christmas so it's yeah. like oh um but yeah probably probably just and and a lot of the music the music's fun because you're only you're only um my mom used to start listening to christmas music in july so i got kind of burned out on it really early <laughs> in life no oh, wow but now that i'm older and i don't do that um yeah i'll, I'll come home and i'll be doing dishes and like you know, Alexa, turn on Christmas music, and yep. uh, and it's it's really good. Oh, uh, my Alexa is playing holiday favorites right now. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, probably the music. And right on. As the kids get older, it's interesting how. So, like the their tastes get more refined. And so you're able to buy, uh, sorry, Alexa, stop. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm listening to Mariah Carey in the background. Um, it's a good one. As they get older, they, like their hobbies and stuff get get more specific. And so you're able to, you know, you don't have to buy them like all this crap, but you're able to like key in on certain things. Um, like we probably spent the same amount of money that we do every year but the gifts are much more targeted. Right. 
Um, yeah, and so that's absolutely right. that's actually really nice because I know I know for a fact that like every single gift that that Declan is gonna get, he's gonna be like, oh holy crap, I can't believe this! Like every single one of them will be used a hundred times, you know, in in the first week. It's like it's not, oh cool, this is awesome. I'm gonna play with it for five minutes and and you know no. These things he will use for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So that that's nice. It's nice when you can do that. I am. Oh hoping, yeah. I'm hoping that what Santa is bringing to uh, my oldest will be used for years, and I think it will. Yeah. You want any spoilers? No, no, I'm not. Uh, well, let's. He asked for a drum set, so I'm hoping oh. that Santa brings him a drum set. Gotcha. And oh if, my god, if he does I think get you're one, doomed. Think he's all going of you. To really, really love it. So. I hope he does. It's not doomed in, in a Witten house. No, I, I literally is, have is a two beloved, drum sets yeah. downstairs already. That is a beloved <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> he just can't fit on the one that I have. So, like, yeah. literally on Monday nights when my wife takes uh, Emma to gymnastics. Oh, sorry, Emma. Don't see me. Um, whenever. Whenever she takes Emma to gymnastics, I'll make sure that like I get dinner going and stuff. And then if they're sucked into the TV, I'm like, kids, I'm going downstairs for like 20 minutes to play drums. So that is what we do. Yeah. Oh, cool. Sam. What? Sorry to interrupt. Fantastic Beasts: uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore is coming out in April. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Oh, mate, this looks great so excited definitely we should well ryan we'll have you back for that and we'll do the harry potters i love it i'm excited april 15th you know what that's your time to shine you know what i asked for hold on <laughs> tax day they're putting Plus the movie you. out on tax day well just get your taxes done before the deadline <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm usually, you know uh, never mind. this is meant to be the reprieve from the stress <laughs> right um it's the celebration uh last year for i think it was like father's day my brother was like what do you want for father's day i was like don't buy me anything he's like well i'm gonna get you something i was like okay well i want a new adult version like the full set of harry potter books because mm. over the years yeah. the ones that we got like we bought them as they came out they were the like the hard hard backed um books that were released in america and we just we read them like four or five times so they like fell apart and we're missing like one of them. So like I have like a brand new unopened set of Harry Potter books that at some point I'm going to start yes. reading with my kids and it's going to be amazing. So Awesome. But when he asked, I was like, this is what I want. That's exactly what this, I want. So. This one. <laughs> All right. So Christmas Oops. is coming. And yep. also I want to give a shout out to my, my good, uh, wonderful, very close friend, Trevor, who happens to be a Jewish man born on Christmas. And so <laughs> he absolutely hates Christmas. But oh I will gosh. say, so we, we have a tradition where we keep the Christmas cards that people send us. And so like we have them up around our uh, breakfast window right now. And so like if you send us a Christmas card, after five years, we'll send them back to you. And um, so oh. we have a bunch of them up there. But Trevor always sends, he and his wife send a uh, Trevmas card so it's a happy birthday to trevor card that we get every year and it's amazing because it's everybody's christmas cards with their kids and then my buddy trevor like rock climbing with his wife <laughs> <laughs> and they don't call it tre they don't call it trev mus they call it trev mess so because his birthday is a mess but it's pretty amazing oh i see that's awesome so anyways 
Well, Christmas is coming. You gotta watch Klaus. Yeah, and I'm, I'm definitely watching watch Klaus. Holiday with my wife. I'm and you're gonna watch Sam. You're gonna watch a boy named Christmas. A boy named Christmas. Oh, I'm gonna watch yep. that too. Yeah, with my kids. Um, and then I'm totally gonna watch the the holiday version of the Great British Baking Show because I mean, it's, yeah. it's just awesome. Um, oh, and the last one that I saw was there's the glass blowing show that they have on Netflix, and they have yes, a I love it. It's of one it. of my most favorite shows. Yeah, there's a holiday version. It's of so it. good. Oh, I love it. Pretty cool. Glass blowing is one of those it's... things that I'm sure you have to do so much work yeah. to just be able to know all the little nuances of temperature and, and technique and stuff. It's pretty cool. Which brings yeah. us to my obsession of the week. <laughs> so, oh my god. Segway King. Oh man. Uh, it's like we're on a tour of Atlanta and you paid $35 just to ride around with me for an hour. Bring your fanny packs, kids. Um, Alright, so Angela, you have nothing in your obsession of the week, so we're going to start with you. What's your obsession? <laughs> I totally know my answer too, which doesn't happen that what often. What did you just like, add, Sam? What was that? Oh, you just put the cursor there. Yeah. <laughs> I I know my answer. Um, if you go to Instagram, okay. So there's some content that was viral that circulated on this kid, um, Marley, and she's a baby, and she goes yeet, <laughs> and she's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> if you go to Instagram and you look up the yeet baby. Everything is gold. It's like where all the happiness in the world is. That kid is so freaking cute with her uncle. And they do the funniest thing. And her their thing is, like, she's, like, 18 months old in some of these things. And she's a little bit older now. She might be two and a half or something like that. But she pours drinks because they used to go yeet and, like, send it and, like, drink it. Because <laughs> he's, like, a college frat boy um, that loves his, his niece so much. And she literally, like, pours all over the place. Like, she can't <laughs> pour straight to save her life. And it I've seen, cracks I've seen me that up. part, yeah. Because he desperately tries to, like, put parameters on her pour, and there's no there's no flying chance. Um, so, anyway, the Yeet Baby Instagram gold. I love it. I love it. <laughs> if I'm feeling, like, a little bit down or, like, if I'm feeling, like, a little bit bored and need, you know, something that, it's like this like fun i just go to the yeet baby it's perfect it's simple and it's like wholesome too like no one's doing anything sick or perverted or gross it's just sweet and adorable and i love it nice yeet baby the yeet baby yeet i love it and the only reason why i knew anything about yeet to begin with is because of preston yeah, plays preston plays yeet. And so now there's this really cute little baby that says it all the time, and it's so cute. The Yeet Baby. There's a fan account, too. Ooh. Is there? That's when you know they're they're high profile. The Yeet Baby, (laughs) 1.1 million. Oh, man. It's just adorable. Everyone loves a cute cute kid. Oh, she just does the funniest thing. She says she's so cute. She's so cute. What's your obsession of the week, Ryan? Sam, you know my obsession of the week. So I do. Long but no one else does. Short, uh, which means that we're going to talk for 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> so I'm a chef by trade. And this thing is already an hour and 33 minutes. I you know, better right? be breaking this up, my friend. <laughs> All right, long story short, uh, I'm a chef by trade. There's a uh, thing called the ACF, which is like a, it's a culinary federation, right? So it's like a it's a big group of people that like to say that they're 
you know, chefs. And so getting out of culinary school, um, I graduated as like a certified culinarian, but you have to pay your membership dues. And as a broke college kid that doesn't really want to attend meetings and stuff, it was, it was kind of like a really old school, like boys club. Um, and I've just never really been a fan of those. So I didn't do anything with it. And, but now that I've been an executive chef for five years, I was qualified to apply for the certified executive chef certification. Um, and so, but you don't just like apply and get it. Um, I had to take like two refresher courses. Um, most of my stuff from culinary school covered the rest of it, but you have to do like a written practical and pass that. And then you have to actually go and do a physical practical um, which isn't that crazy, but it is something that you have to be capable of doing. And so I traveled to Augusta on Friday, um, went and did my practical on Saturday morning, and I passed. So I submitted my final application today, and I am now a certified executive chef. Woo-hoo. And the yeah, and the coolest part is that sitting in this room of like, what, what's funny is there were two of us taking the test and seven evaluators because they were doing like evaluator training as well oh you didn't tell me that that'd be no. frightening <laughs> so i'm like well i mean like it, it's it's one of those things like especially working in the restaurants that i've worked in like, they're open line restaurants so it's not like the kitchens in the back it's like the guests are you're in the dining right and so like guests walk by all the time you have to have clean stations you know people ask you questions they watch what you're doing so i feel like it prepared me really well for mm. what this is which is they don't really talk to you much unless they're like coming to check out an ingredient or they're like like when i broke down the chicken and i took the breasts off and i took the legs off like they they put on gloves and they like pick up the carcass and like look at it make sure that you like actually fabricated it nicely and didn't leave too much meat on the bone and um same thing with like fish and lobster like you have to you have to use very specific ingredients and you have to use it has to be like a seafood appetizer using two different kinds of seafood like a post salad with a hand emulsified vinaigrette and then an entree plate showcasing chicken in, with two different cooking methods um but so there were three actual instructors and four training instructors. And so sitting in this room of seven people who have all gotten the certification before me, I messed up a few things on like my menu. And so I was like, oh, I might fail this. Like, I, I think I did a good job and I think I you know, worked well in the kitchen and my food tastes good, but like I may not pass. And, um, and to listen to all their feedback and have it be like little things that needed to change on each dish. And it was more of just like observations rather than major overhauls um it was a pretty gratifying experience to sit there and then be you know and then be told like you passed and welcome and um not having to like work my way up through all these different ranks and just go straight for it was pretty cool and uh the biggest compliment that i got out of it was that they want me to um actually come to train to be an evaluator for the same thing so i'm going to start that nice yeah so pretty cool and then the next step is master chef that's what sam was alluding to earlier and yeah. uh that is a pretty intense i was just reading the coursework for it today the guy who was my last culinary instructor in uh, culinary school he's actually a certified master chef and there's not many of them there's like i think there's 35 um so and that's in the whole country um it's something that not many people achieve and so when i texted him and told him that i had passed um he literally said like you know congratulations and everything and he's like, Master Chef is next. And so, like, for him, for a Master Chef to actually say, like, you should go for this, I'm like, okay, I would kind of be, I feel like I would be wasting what I've put my time and energy into if I didn't try for it. So, right. Setting a goal of three years, and Sam's going to be part of my uh, my testing and development. So, 
Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm always down for Ryan's testing and development. <laughs> so you, I guess you're you're the first person. You're the guy who got me to love beets. Oh yeah, that's, I cooked them at your your old yep. house. Um, I've had so much good food I, from you. I hated beets when I was a kid, and I love them now. I actually used two different kinds of beets on my salad uh, for this exam. So I guess to paraphrase my obsession of the week, it's to um, it's to continue to choose the challenges that I face because, like, you know, the job where I work, I chose to work there, but I don't choose all the challenges that come my way. Um, for this one, I chose the challenge, I accomplished it, and then I'm gonna you know, move on to the next one. Congrats, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm Congrats. Thank you. Um, my obsession of the week is um, I got a new job. Congrats. super awesome. Yeah. Um, I haven't started yet. I, I will have started when this airs. Um, but, like, <clears throat> so my soon-to-be boss is like, yeah, I need your address because we're going to send you a bunch of stuff and we're going to send you a bunch of tools you probably already have and a phone and a laptop and and so like every day I'm getting I have like five new packages of just <laughs> stuff and um so yeah that's my obsession of the week it's not as glorious but um it's still pretty fun it's uh that's a it, new it, beginning man that's pretty fun so congratulations Sam thank you yeah. drinking the last last sip of my celebration for you oh, my celebration beer don't don't do that Drink it for you. <laughs> I want <laughs> all the other steps are for me. Low power mode. What was that? Whoa. Ooh. My speaker. Sounded like a possessed child. Low power mode. Low power mode. Well, I think that. I am on yeah, low power mode. I think mode, that's though. a really I gotta, good. I gotta go to bed. Really good jumping off point. <laughs> um, to jump to off. Jump off. Yeah, Ryan. Thank you so much again for coming on. Absolutely. I look forward to the next yeah, time. Yeah, you would definitely be back. And I uh, yes, Potter. Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. And we gotta get together soon, bro. Like I miss you. Um, miss you too. We talk more now than we used to. So uh, that's, that's true. Good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I hope everyone has a good night and or good day whenever you're listening to this, and a happy holidays, 2021. Merry Christmas, happy yep. holidays. Happy with Celia. Happy winter solstice. That's what we celebrate. Happy Trevmas. Trevmas. That's right. Trevor. And happy birthday, Angela. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okie doke. All right, y'all. Bye. Let's get a drink sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>